They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. We're recording on on the on everything. We got audio. Yep. We got visual. Welcome to Bro Dads. Bow, 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 bow. All right, man. Oh shit! You you matched the background of my wall. So Bam. now, color coordinated. Oh wow! How was your weekend? It was good, man. I did. Uh, oh, I did um, three nights at um, Spokane Comedy Club. Ooh. Um, one with Don McMillan. He was on AGT. He does the. Uh, I don't want to call him like a, you know, I don't want to dumb it down like, oh, he's a PowerPoint comedian or whatever. But his story is interesting because he's just like me or you. But he was do, but he, you know, he's an engineer and he was incorporating that into his comedy. Man, so he, he's not like us. I mean, yeah. If he's an engineer, he's a nerd. <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, look at these mics. Yeah. Look at these mics. Yeah, engineer, he'd know how to work them and shit. These are going to be, these are heavy. So this is not going to be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm all beefed up, dude. So, so he does these, so he does these PowerPoints and he's like incorporating math and engineering and all this. And it was one of the most original. Um, shows I've ever seen, like him, Puff the Dragon, or I think that was his name, the guy. Who yeah, dressed, yeah, yeah, yeah. He dresses up like Puff the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I mean, you know, I I don't like it when comics are like, oh, that guy's got a stick, yeah. and it's like, okay, then fucking make a stick. If it's so easy, yes, you know what I mean. Like, then make up a stick. You know, yeah. fucking paralyze yourself, get in a wheelchair, <laughs> whatever, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's. <laughs> I really, truly think that's why people kind of um uh they look at like a a musical comedian uh-huh, yeah. or they look at a magic um magician comedian well fuck those guys dude <laughs> nah, i'm just kidding i <laughs> remember when michael glatzmeyer first started doing com- like oh everybody, yeah, yeah everybody was like well he you know he's not really doing comedy and it's like well people are laughing and that's right. all that yeah, counts. Ex- exactly. We're yeah. not trying to win. We're not trying to win Oscars. We're just trying to. Well, get it's funny. Some to people feel that way about impersonations. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you're good at, it, if like, if, in person, people who do impersonations, fucking kill. Yeah. They kill. A guy opened for me in Medford this weekend. He did, I don't know, like ten impersonations. Oh, wow. Probably eight really good ones. That's a good. Yeah. You know, so he, the people got three or four. Yeah. So he used to be a bill. So his, he had a lot of his. Is like closing 10 minutes is like, I used to be a bill collector, but I got oh. bored. So I just, you do it in these impersonations. Okay. And he would All just, right. he would uh, go through his list. And so if they weren't All funny, right. dude, but you know what, you know, Medford, everyone's yeah. like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not everyone, but like half the audience are people who are like, yeah. I just figured out how to tie my shoes and now I'm going to go into public. Like, it's, you know what I mean, dude? I fucking like people. And it's funny because if you point it out, I mean, geez, dude, it's so, it's so, you know what I mean? It's like chaos. It's, yeah. There's like a dude there that just showed up. Like, they don't know so why they're there. Like, so it sounds like you had a more eventful couple of days than I did. Oh my god. Well, so this dude's doing impressions. Somebody in the audience goes, uh, <laughs> you sound just like him. 
<laughs> and he, dude, this guy, his name is Penny Prince. Okay. Dude, this guy, he, he, there was a heckler on Saturday. Oh, wow. I didn't have any heckler. Well, okay. Not a heckler, but like just an idiot. Like oh, okay, someone who's okay. like, ah, man, I do that sometimes on weekend. When I'm a, you know what I mean? Like just someone who can't. Control. I feel like those are the worst hecklers. I fucking would rather have somebody yelling out and be like, you fucking suck. Yeah, get your. You know, I'd rather have that than because someone. Because there's intention in that, and well, the, the, the audience hates that person almost immediately. Yeah, for yeah. making it awkward. Yeah, you know, where but the, the guy yeah. who's just like, well, you know, I got three chickens in my backyard. None of that happened to me. You know, yeah. like those people. People are like. I mean, or they're trying to tag your jokes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. shit like that. And at first, it's like, oh, this guy's having a good time. And then you're f- five minutes in, you're like, shut the fuck up. And yep. it's not a lot of it. I, you know, the thing is, it doesn't. I can handle it, mm-hmm. but once I start seeing people being like, ugh, you know, like having yep. they're awkward, it's bothering yep. them. That's when I'll deal with it. And yep. so I'm watching this on unfold, and I'm like, dude, this is this because when I see that kind of shit, I'm like, I will ruin the whole show just to, fuck <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> if it gets to the point where he won't <laughs> shut the fuck up, it'll now it's me and him just getting as weird as possible, yeah. and I. What what sucks is sometimes that becomes funny. So, so I don't know. There's it's not there's no science to it. It's like I'm just like I mean I'm literally watching this guy being like I hope they don't call the mental institution after I have to deal with this dude because I I will let it go. I'll let it get as weird as this. You know what I mean? Like I'll yeah, let it go yeah. as fucking. So I'm like fuck, man. What are we gonna do? And then uh, this dude Penny Prince. I mean he flat out at one point he's like, man, are you a comedian? And are you on stage? Are you after me? Are you doing a set tonight? And the, guy, the guy's like, oh, no. He goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which is such a simple thing to do. But the way he delivered it and everything. But uh, I do I do like, you know, you know how people do um, like comedians usually have like a set, like comeback or something. Yeah, yeah. I do like it when people are just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, yeah, I do yeah. like that. I do. Like well, but this guy, he couldn't like control himself. Those small, you know what I mean? They go to those small towns and they're like, we ain't never looked at nobody on a stage before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he probably probably goes to jail all the time. You know, know, but it's like for simple stuff and he's just like two, three days in jail. Yeah. You know, because he just can't control himself. Well, okay. So here's, so you've been to Medford. You've never seen anybody get kicked out. Nope. I've been there. This is my seventh time in Medford. I've seen people fucking chirping the whole time. Man, I think you double that I've been there and I went there in the early Arts. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, well, you were smart then. You went down there and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" And never came back. I or <laughs> waited a long time. I was going there once a year, featuring, and then uh, you know, and, I, and it's like I saw people rip that room apart yeah. one night, and next night get on that pace and have it just derailed by heckler. And hecklers never get, to, you know, they never leave. They yeah. never whatever. So. Yeah, this weekend this guy got kicked out because he was uh, he was hitting on a table of women next to him. Wow. Like he's like, ah. and he he's there's nobody in the front row. A table. He's at a table of four in the front row. Okay, you know, and which is a nice anchoring point in that Wait, room. So he got three other people sitting at the table. He's got three other people at the table with him. He's got three. He's got a, a mom and two adult daughters to the left, and then he's ah, da, 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 and they're not stopping him. But then once he starts kind of touching the shoulders, making little passes. Yeah, he's like, he's, I didn't see it, but he was, so then. That's kind of, that, that, that's beyond the, once you start touching people, I don't, yeah. I don't agree Well, that. and I think he might've been like, yeah, you shit, you look good. And they were, the daughters were very attractive. Okay. So, you know, pretty people get 
You yeah. want to protect pretty people. If yeah. they had been a couple ogos, they would have been so happy just to get looked yeah. at. <laughs> have been like, I just ate a bunch of bananas out of Lizzo's pussy. I can't wait for this guy, this trucker from South Dakota with a neck tattoo to look my way. But I, but anyway, so they, so they, so anyway, they get him kicked out with the server. Did he make a fuss? Nah, he just, she's like, did you have to pay your tab and go? He'd been worn like two times. Oh. And uh, this guy leaves. So wow. that's all, this all happened before I even got on stage. Holy crap. Yeah, so then, and then, the, so this dude, Penny, just, then he crushes the last 10 minutes with, with just doing all impersonations. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I was like, dude, you saved this show. Because yeah. <laughs> I would have been, too, I would have been so mean. People would have been like, maybe this dude who can't control himself is actually not a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Now, in comparison. Yeah, compared to this fucking psycho who just, anyway, you know whatever. What yeah. All right. I used to talk to other people about this about you, but I used to, <laughs> there was a point, I think early, uh, early part of your career where you would get on stage and if someone started anything, you would be like so like, the comebacks would be so, so brutal. It's like, <laughs> holy crap, does he know, like... Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was almost like... You know how, like, when people, like... Um, a couple months ago, people were just shooting people who were pulling in their driveway to, like, turn around? <laughs> yeah. That was like you. Like, you were like... You're you're approaching my property. I gotta kill you now. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. It was over the top. I was I was the neighborhood watch guy with a gun, <laughs> <laughs> and not like with a gun in a holster, like fucking in my hand. <laughs> you and Steve Johnson, yeah, are yeah. Two people Steve who I'm is, like. Steve's likable, man. I. I remember one time I was in a room that lost control and I told this guy he looks like a, a boat salesman and his friend laughed really hard. <laughs> and then he said something else and I was like, man, I hope you get in a drunk driving accident tonight <laughs> and I hope your children are in the car with you Holy so that your seed crap. does not continue. Oh and, my and- <laughs> Oh, and uh, wow, that's yeah. Then it got to the point because the audience was not on my side after that. And it, it was such yeah. a crazy room anyway. But oh, but check this out. So Man, this, this dude from South Dakota, trucker, he gets kicked out. His everyone else at the table stays. And so I love I, when that happens. Well, man. so I'm 10 minutes into my set and I'm like, did you get, you guys just let your friend leave? And they were like, we don't know him. Oh, my God. And this was there are a lot of tables open. So he, there were people sitting at tables alone. Like he yeah. could have sat alone. When when they go, I, we don't know him. The fucking audience was like, "What?" Like the yeah. audience, like collectively, was like, "Are oh you shitting me?" This guy, this dude, was like, "You guys want? Can I sit here?" And they were just like, "Sure." And then he's yeah. like, and then he starts out. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it happens in Alabama all the time. Ah, da, 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 da. And he's just yelling all the shit. And then wow. he starts making a pass. These people, these people, let him sit there. I mean, there was a part of me. I was like. Damn, I kind of hated that guy, but now that I know that he didn't know you, I think this guy's kind of cool. Yeah. Man. <laughs> like, I, I would never, I would never have the balls to sit down at a stranger's table and then act like a fucking maniac. Yes, I'm, I'm like, excuse me, uh, do you guys mind if I use the bathroom? You know? <laughs> I'd be so overly polite; it would probably be more annoying than that guy. But there are people like that in the world that that are. Um they, they, those types of things aren't like rules to them in their yeah. mind. They're just like, 
yeah, sitting at a table with people and finding out new stuff and learning about people, even though I'm a weirdo, is not a big thing. And yeah, that's like, really weird to me. It's like extrovert, but extra jerk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I had an extra Ooh, jerk. That's a great, that's a great term. <laughs> Man, that, that, yeah. So that might yeah. be the title of the podcast. Had an extra jerk at the show. It was, <laughs> that was fine. Uh, how was, you, we, how was, did you take merch down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually, yeah, it was funny. We, well, the first night, that night, I wound up selling quite a few shirts. I mean, I sold right. I sold a shirt to a third of the audience. <laughs> Six shirts. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Those shows where it's like you get paid the same regardless of if there's people or fucking no one. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well... Who I'm like ah whatever dude you know like yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean I'll say it on my I'm glad I mentioned it on my Instagram a little bit because some people did come out that had seen me before or maybe they just yeah. by chance came out yeah you know? the same thing happened to me and I was like man the last time I was here like two three years ago and they were and they were telling me jokes that you know how like sometimes you might have something in your set. And then you know it just naturally it just fades away. Yeah yeah for sure. And they were telling me these jokes and I'm like I, I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure that it wasn't just another fat black guy? Yeah, there were. There's and and because Carl's the guy who you know books it is black. Yeah. There are. It's a high, much higher percentage of black comedians come through that room. Yes, yeah. Than than a, a lot of other small rooms. Yep. So that would be funny. If like, hey man, I love that joke about you growing up in 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 Connecticut. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, man, I've never been even near Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, when people do shit that like that to me, I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. I'm glad you remember that. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, that that was uh, I was the only white comic on the show. Oh, and okay. so I was like. I'm definitely the only guy who doesn't own a lint roller up here right now. It's, <laughs> these dudes were dressed. So, I, I feel, you know, I, I wear polo shirt, nice jeans. Like that's, you know, I wear decent yeah. shoes. Yeah, that's pretty, my, yeah, that's my pretty own. standard thing. Dude, you know, Carl's always fucking, you know, got yeah. dressed. He, like, he, really he always looks like he's like a Dominican drug lord. <laughs> you know, the shirt's with like a dragon's head on it or <laughs> yeah, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's and he's got like t- giant biceps. Yeah. yeah, dude. And then, uh, well, so then the middle guy is like three piece suit, vest, fedora, and I'm getting up there like Man. I fucking smell like a wet dog. You know, <laughs> and so yeah, so and it is. It, it always surprised me that you get a kind of a diverse audience in that yeah. town. I mean, there was like. It was oh shit, man. I mean, that we, do you we, think we, that's we just win. because it's the only um, comedy spot, or do you think it's just because that town is a lot more diverse? So it's just it just tri- trickles into everything. Well, you know, I don't know. I think because you're close to California, you get that okay. hotel that it's in. I think pulls kind of people that want to do a little you know, activity in, yeah. in Medford, you know, which and sounds it, insane. And don't me. they have, they don't have sales tax. So, Oh yeah. You get the yeah. shoppers, you get Californians coming up, you get people doing little, uh, you know, whitewater rafting, whatever. Yeah. Uh, people that want a smoking room. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> that room that I was in, I was like, 
how, how do you have no smoking on the door? Yeah, yeah. But as yeah. soon as you walk in, it smells like an old casino. Yeah, every time, man. Man. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. We so yeah, no, it was a good weekend of comedy. I was That's very good. glad I flew. Um, yeah, dude, yeah. I got up at four. I got up at three uh, thirty in the morning. So I took a five a.m. flight, but I was back by eight, which is great. Yeah. But yeah. like. I mean, I was already, you know, you do the show and then I eat after a show. I don't, it's too hard for me to eat before the show. Yeah, yeah. So I eat too. after the show. And so I'm in bed by like 11, 1130. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this will be at like four. I'm like, all right, this is four. You know, I'm doing all the sleep math. Yeah. You know, and at 2 a.m. there's a baby crying like nearby. Man. So it's like a regular baby. But then yeah. there's like. What sounded like a person making fun of that baby? So you're like, you baby. Yeah. <laughs> like someone in bed just trying to go back. <laughs> so th- there's two cries now, and I'm just like, wow. It's two in the morning, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm losing 90 minutes of sleep. I'm like, I can figure. And so I'm like powering through, but then it would. You know, it'd wake me up every so often. Oh, my God, dude. It was I. (laughs) So I was like sleep deprived, getting Mm. a plane and I'm 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 in the airport like a mess, like sweating. And I'm just like, they're going to think I'm on drugs. (laughs) They're not going to let me through, you know, just crazy (laughs) thoughts. Um, There's Oregon. So everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody's on. Yeah. The TSA guy's got a fucking half a pound of mushrooms up his asshole. (laughs) And (laughs) and what's uh, it's funny. I mean, once a, you know, Medford's so small, like the guy who like took my bags at the check in counter was also the guy checking my ticket at the plane you know it's like are you getting paid extra for this like, nope. <laughs> well it's so 12, funny 50. for him to be like okay yeah all right yeah take your bags wham all right have a good flight <laughs> dude i've never had this happen uh flight was uh almost half an hour late because the stewardess oh. slept in or the flight attendant the flight attendant slept oh, in. oh snap that yeah. happened to me a couple months ago with the where um no it was no it, it was something different they they ran out of hours, so they had to bring in another. Oh, crew. yeah. Yeah, that's a, well, what was so funny is they're like, yeah, the flight attendant slept in and didn't know her schedule, so uh, hopefully wow. everything's okay. And like five guys looked at each other and they're like, glug, 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 glug. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, but I'm like, dude, at this time, like it was, yeah. I mean, boarding was like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, so I can, I can see somebody, you know, oversleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. Couple of upgrades. First class mm. to Medford just does not feel that fancy. Yeah. Isn't it on like a regional jet or something? It's on a small Alaska Airlines, okay. you know, kind of commuter plane. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to get those upgrades though because it's like so comfortable. But yeah, then man. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's so much easier to fall asleep. But uh, yeah, yeah, Alaska is on. Uh, they, I think they changed their policy because of guys like me. I would get an upgrade. And then because if you buy a first class ticket, you can use their lounge. So oh, if I ever okay. got an upgrade, I'd like show up like, hello, I'm a first class passenger. <laughs> and that worked for years. And then the last time I tried it, they were like, this is an upgrade. Oh, you're not it, you're not allowed. It, it seems like a lot of corporations are starting to do these things now where they're tightening the screws. Not letting kinda... me rip them off. Yeah, I mean. But are you though? Are you getting no. free drinks in there? Oh yeah, dude. The oh, lounge oh, okay, is okay. fucking dude. If you have a chance to fly, 
and it, it, like uh, like it's usually like Portland, Seattle, or Spokane, like any of these. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's only like thirty bucks more for first class. Yeah, that thirty bucks is so worth it because the lounge. If you if you have like a couple hours, it, like it's you get free food, oh, free okay. beer and wine, a very wow. comfortable chair. Dude, I I've met Seattle comics that. Well, you know, it's like 250 bucks to to have a year, like a membership or 300 bucks for the whole year. They'll be like, I have a flight leaving at three. I'm just going to go to the airport at 11, like hang out, like have lunch. (laughs) Yeah, it's sick, man. I mean, that sounds like a good idea. I I, I thought, you know, if you're if you were getting in and then paying, then that's different. But because Costco is like checking people's uh, IDs now to see if you um, you have a membership. Oh, man, they've been doing that it, for and a long time. And now they're doing like something with their free samples. Because um, people, it seems like old people just go in there and spend like two hours just walking around eating free samples. My wife and I used to do that. And Saturday? It, yeah, we'd have our whole lunch in Costco before we had kids. It's <laughs> fucking sick, dude. I just, I, I, I don't, most of the time the free samples are stuff that I don't, I wouldn't eat normally. So I'm like, I don't, I don't want like, a, oh yeah, I'm all over it, dude. I'm I don't like, want a coconut covered steak bite. Or ah, I'm into it. That's so, that's what's fun. I'm like, man, I would never buy, uh, you know, the grand crackers. <laughs> no, but I, I do love that shit where it's like, oh, this is a vegetarian lasagna. You know, it's what I think would be so funny. I could never do this, but just be like, oh, cool. And then put it in your mouth. And you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> try to set it back in and see if the elderly lady who needs to work. And it's there. always elderly. Oh, yeah. It, and, and what's so crazy is that they will talk as soon as you walk by like their motion sensor activated <laughs> as soon as you walk by they're like i have coconut <laughs> shavings from they are 12 calories and i'm like i'm, I'm already like <laughs> two lanes down i look back they're still talking it's like what a sad existence oh yeah no it's sad but it's even sadder when they're like a young person or like working that you're like, dude, if you're a Costco sample worker, I want to see the veins in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I want, you know, I, I want to look at you and go, well, it's, you know, yeah, it's better than wasting away and, you know, thinking about your widow all day. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, I, I want to think that you're getting this to, to help out, you know, because you yeah. had too much fun as a young person. Yes. You know, and now... You gotta, you know, you gotta give out these uh, sample, you know, rectal insertion medicines, or <laughs> whatever they do. You the mortgage fizz. your house too many times, <laughs> and now you gotta become a Costco um, coconut shaving salesman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's wild. Like, there's gotta be because there's some people that are just out there with scissors. They're yeah. like, try this ham, you know. And you're like, oh, ham, you say? Never had ham, you know. And they're cutting up the pieces with scissors, which is fucked up. Like, yeah. they're like, we haven't had knife training yet, so I got. I I just installed a sprinkler system with these, but I'm sure it's fine with ham. And nobody gives a shit, you know. It's so weird what they use it on too. They're like, we're doing, we're cutting up pieces of pizza. You're like, fuck. There's a tool for this. Yes. Yeah. And, but then there's people who are like, 
they're like a short order cook. They're like, <laughs> they got a microwave. They got a vat of grease. I wonder. I wonder if that's like a. If that's like a higher tier. Yeah, of, right. Yeah, like oh, you're not up to microwave level yet. Yeah. You still got to sell these coconut shavings yeah. before you can get to fucking pizza poppers. Yeah, listen, you start out at the zip fizzes. <laughs> you learn how to tear those open. You're slinging the zip fizzes. We'll move you up to coconut shave bites. All right, then you get to scissor training. And if you're, if you're real good, you get, you get on microwave. Yes. Once you get on microwave, wave listen you get on griddle you got it made dude. yes you start making these mini pancakes from pre-made batter and they give you an extra 15 cents an hour <clears throat> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I you know that's the thing man is that like costco uh if you're like i don't give a shit about your benefits it's a pretty cush job they're like oh you only want 20 hours a week come in you know, three hours during our peak uh, sample in time. Yeah. Coming, <laughs> coming two to six. <laughs> Dude, Amanda and I, when we were young and, uh, you know, and had more, we had enough time and, but, and we had time to like really do crazy things to save money. Yeah. We'd go to Azteca and order uh, just <laughs> flour beans and like flour tortillas beans and rice and uh and then the the salsa and yeah. chips were free so they're fucking bringing that shit in and we're, we're gonna and then we're just taking the salsa and i'm taking the hot sauces and making little bean and rice tortilla burritos <laughs> we're getting out of there we're like damn with tip this was eleven dollars <laughs> we just had it we're like we had a sit down meal <laughs> I used to date someone who worked at Casa de Hora, and she would come home every night and complain about people who would come in and just eat the free salsa and chips. So then they changed it to like, uh, like five fifty or something, and it, it was dramatic how it, it 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 was a problem. And then as soon as they said it's five fifty for just the chips and salsa, and it was just yep. They could have charged a buck. Yeah. People, people like me would be like, fuck this place, man. <laughs> well, to be fair, Costero, that's like that's like a family. They'd be like, I mean, they got like, like every person in there is like, that's my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but like Azteca is like a massive chain. Yeah. I'll go back there. I'll fucking steal shit. I don't care. <laughs> like, give me these hair nuts, Azteca. <laughs> Taking the, I'm going to taking the the like bags from the garbage can in the bathroom. Oh, where'd I get these hefty bags? Uh, thank you, Azteca. Yeah, I got like I'm like, hun, get a big purse so we can get some new silverware glasses at Azteca. This this servers there don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean Casa de Ora, they'll come out there and take the hubcaps off your car to make it even. <laughs> local local restaurant you don't want to fuck with that dude. they're like yo man I brought my glasses in they're like I got my glasses in here from home I'm letting them borrow it it's my uncle's restaurant <laughs> yeah so I you know I didn't mind doing that to Azteca but uh, I just you know it's, it's you know I like I like sit you know it's, you get, I don't know what, I, it's so weird once you take that window out of a restaurant yeah it's like sitting down there. It seems like you're like, oh, this is nice. But mm -hmm. tell me the difference 
between, you know, sitting down at Azteca and sitting down at, uh, you know, you, you know, I don't know, Papa, like Papa Fritos. I don't know. I can't think of any <laughs> Taco Bell. It's different than Taco Bell. Taco Jimmy's. I can't think of any of these fast food places. But like, you know, like McDonald's, like if McDonald's had table service and no fast food drive through, like the drive through, mm-hmm. do you think it'd be like, I'm at a sit down restaurant where you'd be like, this is still fast food no i think people would um definitely have a different opinion yeah it, it would i feel like it would make a difference you know yep. it's like sonic is this halfway thing because people come out do people come yep. out to your car at sonic yep i have a bone to pick with sonic though uh because there's two now in spokane and one is pretty decent it's way up north almost up there by costco and the one that's uh, closer to downtown is a shit show. It's like Lord of the Fry. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Flies, like combined their money and bought a business. Yeah, I've never seen an adult there. It's always kids running around. I don't know how many times working or working. Oh yeah, the, like the manager one time, like. One time they messed up my order. They didn't even, no, they, they were so late with my order because you can order from the app and it's like the drinks will be half off. So you just order from the app and say, oh, I'm going to be, I'll be there at like 420. And then you show up. Well, that's your problem. You You're t- there when the kids are all baked. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've wasted at least an hour and a half total in just sitting there waiting for them to bring out like like a drink and like mozzarella sticks or something and and one time it was so one time it was like 30 minutes because i already paid yeah and and i've run i've run run the little bell a couple times they keep saying they're gonna come and it wasn't like it was packed it wasn't like you know it's just it was just like they just kept not bringing it out to me. And I'm like, did I, did, did I do something to this business before? <laughs> and the manager came out and she was like 20. And I'm like, what, when did you start working here at 12? Yeah, How probably. It, oh, dude, you can, you can rise up the ranks pretty quick at Sonic. It, it was a, man, it's a shit show all the time that, um, Sonic. So now, even if I'm downtown and I want to get like, you know, like I'll get like a cherry limeade or something. I, I just I just drive straight up north. That's better <laughs> because if you say, "Hey, I'm gonna be here 4:20." When if you when you get there, you might have to wait two or three minutes. How much do you love Sonic? I mean, I I used to go. I used to love it way more than I do now. Just if you're driving from that downtown location to the north location, you're passing like I don't know, seventy eight fast food restaurants. Yeah, but they're not doing like slushes and yeah, and cherry limeades and and stuff. And uh, they used to. I used to love their um, their blast, and I used to I used to eat you know a couple a week. What's but a blast? I, it's, it's just ice cream that they cru- crunched oh, up like you different. got a sweet tooth. Oh, dude, yeah, it's that's my weakness. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, well, I know. Well, wait, what if, what if desserts were more expensive than entrees? Do you think you would go d- dessert? Oh, they are more expensive than the entrees because a blizzard, like a medium blizzard, 
I want to say six, seven bucks. Holy shit, yeah. dude. And here's the thing. Depending on which one you go to, treated totally different. The little shit show um on division. Yeah, yeah. They it, it seems like it's it seems like it's somebody who's angry at you because they just like if you get like racist pieces, not racist pieces, but just the Reese's, they'll crunch them up, they put them in, and they usually like mix them into the thing. But if you go like halfway down the 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 blast, it's just ice cream then, and then it's like, oh, but this ain't the fun. The one up north is like it's like someone's grandma is in there oh, making yeah. all the blasts because it'll be top to bottom with Reese's. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah, this feels like how it's advertised. <laughs> and the other one feels like, like, man, you're not gonna notice until you're 20 minutes away from us. Now, this is on topic. What are some good desserts that sound like orgasms? So, <laughs> all right, a blast. A blast and okay, yeah, like a slushy blast. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a slushy. Uh, how about um, banana cream in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no one would buy that, but it would be. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of my criteria for a lady is. Uh, <laughs> That's all you need to say. You don't even need to finish that sentence. What about like lemon plug? That's not an orgasm, but that's but it makes you think, can I put this lemon up my butt? <laughs> These aren't clips. I. <laughs> what a. <laughs> How about s- strawberry beads? Okay. Th- okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So if you go strawberry beads, All right. you could be you could see now your strawberry beads is at Sonic. I could see someone being like, "Oh, hon, they got strawberry beads." And uh and then but the commercial is like just, you know, beet strawberries Maybe, maybe even like they've made them so they're little like cake balls. Yes. And then they're all on a like a little thread. Yeah. And they're like, you want strawberry? Maybe they're hypnotizing you, you know? And you and they're like, yes, I want strawberry beads. And it's all these women dancing around like strawberry beads, strawberry beads. Shove them on in, shove them on in. And then, and then, I think there's gonna be people that are gonna be like, ah, we are going to Sonic <laughs> to get these strawberry beads. <laughs> and then you get people fucking by the dumpster. <laughs> I bet that's what's going on in Division. That's what's going on on the Division, Sonic, and Spokane, Washington. I used to feel so bad when I went there, too, because uh, everybody there's young. But because I'm an old man. Yeah, you're the last living Sonic. (laughs) This guy lived for five years after he started eating at Sonic. He's broken a record. (laughs) But you know how, like, we're, we're at an age now where you look at young people and you can't tell how old they are oh i know yeah so um and it seems like which is my main defense for crystal (laughs) (laughs) give this guy a break he's 78 years old he doesn't know if she's 16 or 32 (laughs) oh poor crystal not knowing the ages of people he's got gray in his beard (laughs) but that's what that's what happens when you're out there yeah yeah you you don't know the age of people Whoever's hiring, they have a type. 
there's, oh, there's always, I know exactly what you're talking about. There's always about. one or two of these like <laughs> um, white females that have like, like it looks like someone grafted Jennifer Lopez's lower body onto them. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And then you, you, so you see them on like a, on their skates and they skate by and you're like, wait, what? Did I just see eighty pounds of butt <laughs> on a ninety pound? Li- and you, and you and and like when they come to your car, you're like you're looking at me and like Man, she looks she looks sixteen. I shouldn't. So I'm not gonna look at that butt again. And then another one to come in and they look kind of like you know battle worn. You know. Yeah. And then you're like no. That's probably just 17 because I don't know if they have access to proactive or not. So uh, <laughs> your, your entire time, you're like, am, am I a disgusting human or are these people yeah. like, like, a, a you know, adults? I like and I, I don't know. <clears throat> well, for first, no, you're a good person. It's that manager for hiring these underage hotties. <laughs> the real problem. <laughs> The real problem, these managers need to let these un- underage hotties stay at home until they're ready to come out of their cocoon. Yes, stay I, your ass at home. <laughs> I, It's so funny, the type, you know where that happens all the time is uh, bars? Yep. When you, you yep. like, all of a sudden you look at every female bartender, every yep. server, like, has the same build. Yep. You're like, man, it, what's with all these B-cups and giant butts? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, the early days of the comedy club? Everybody's yes. got every, it's everybody. Like, it's like, well, that's uh, isn't that the, the idea between Hooters? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy who started Hooters is like, man, we should make a franchise out of me really liking big tits. <laughs> and it worked out for him until, you know, the internet just gave out big tits for free. And then yeah, he was like, yeah. ah. Man, have you, I mean, Hooters is so corny. Yeah, it's I like I went there once when it was my bachelor party, and uh, man, who set up your bachelor party? I feel like you should fight them in the parking lot. <laughs> well, it was like, uh, yeah, it was a bunch of middle aged guys when I was twenty three. <laughs> you know, well, we went, we ate there, and then went directly to a strip club, oh, and it was so weird because it was like my dad. <laughs> You know, and my father. I can't even see your dad like doing anything with another group of people oh, and not being the maniacist maniac in the whole group. Well, everybody was at that point because you got the testosterone <laughs> going, yeah. and my fucking father in law, both my father in laws were there. Amanda's grandfather came. Oh, you know, my goodness. He's, right. you know, and, and he's making all these boner jokes on the way. <laughs> and I'd never even been to a strip club. I'm like, do they oh, make you come? Wow. Are we all going to come together? Oh, me and man. me and all the men in my life, we're all <laughs> gonna jizz together and then have to keep it a secret. <laughs> that was your first strip club? Well, I mean, in Amsterdam, I went to a live sex show, and I don't really think that counts. No, because that's that's the arts. But I mean, I had seen inside a strip club because when I was 16, you know, we, we didn't have much to do. So we would just drive around and we go up to the door of a strip club and be like, uh, yeah, here's my cover charge. They'd be like, how old are you? And you're like, I'm too right, too young. See you later. And you run away. <laughs> you like take a good look and you're like, I saw a tin. Man, we were going into strip clubs at 16. Yeah, they were onto we us, man. Were, we were in there. Um, my, my buddy, I don't want to say his name. 
but you know who you are. <laughs> he, like, he was... I've met perverts before, oh, but he man. is the king of the perverts. And I'm not talking about, like, doing, like, criminally perverted things, but, like, if 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 he can get the sex, no matter... No, if you gotta pay, he... All right, just as long as it's reasonable. And he would go, he would like plan it. He would, he would like wear windbreakers and like, oh, yeah. And, and, and like, it, he would be like, well, you know, it's, it's $60 for the lap dance. So if I wear windbreakers, I can go in there and, you know, so I, and I've been practicing with these songs for three and a half minutes. So I can come in three and a half minutes just by her doing her little thing. It's like, if you put that much energy into other aspects of your life, you well, would be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, or maybe just like talking to women. Yeah, like, maybe one aspect of that life. Well, then the hard thing is, so he's you know he's that's so the windbreaker. I've heard that with sweatpants. I've yeah. never heard it with windbreaker. Yeah, yeah. Well, windbreakers are sort of the condom of clothing. <laughs> you know, you wear them outside. It's windy. It's rainy. You get home, you're like, wow, I'm dry and disease free. (laughs) All right, I'm going to admit to something that I haven't admit to anybody else. When we used to go there because I was dirt poor, so I would have like like 10 bucks, all in ones. What I would do is I would like you sit at the front, they basically go, oh, you want to see my coochie up close. Yeah. So they bring it up close. And then a bunch of people would gather around sometimes. And what I would do is I would just through the crowd, my finger would just come through and go inside the cooter hole. And then she would get angry. And then while I'm coming back, I'll just take a $1 bill. Oh, that's and bring so, it back with me. That's amazing. Wow. I've, that's how many $1 bills were inside this woman's cooter. I mean, no, no, this is on the tape. <laughs> I, I, I wish it was inside. That would have been, I would have kept it, sniffed it. Why every, be a stripper? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you can just produce them like that. Like a bunch of pennies fall out. I had a miscarriage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I never, I've never um, admitted to, but you know, I was, I, when you're young and you're like. Oh, I could totally see a 16 year old being like. Uh, man, I can't stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you you're looking at one for the first time, like in real time. Dude, it's that's right something. There. That, that's someone that women that I really don't think women understand, like how insane you are at that age. Yeah. If especially then, then you're looking at fucking a naked woman. Yeah. You would just be. It would be like you. You could jizz would come out of your eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, I mean your your taste buds. You're like, what is that? Is that me jizzing a little bit? <laughs> You're salivating semen. It's fucking crazy, man. I, and women are just not like that. Yeah. You know, their development is um, on a different level to us. We, man, I was so like, I was probably up to my eyebrows in just testosterone at all times. Just, just like everybody would. Anybody could have gotten some dick if they wanted it. If oh, I was six, yeah. Man, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, a you cousin think- would have showed up <laughs> and been like, hey, do you, do you want to 
um, make those stereotypes about the South true. I've been like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody else is doing it. Why not? Man, I, I mean. That's not, yeah, that's, I, I, there's, when I got, I remember when I got out of high school and, uh, I just wasn't as worried about like, you know, your social status or whatever. Yeah. I just yeah. thought, man, there were so many women that I didn't even pursue. Cause I was like, maybe afraid to be around like a geek or like a, you know, a mm. chubby chick or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, man, if I went back to high school, I'd just be, I'd be a total maniac. Yeah. I'd be yeah. like, listen. Yeah. Because uh, I was I was nice and approachable, and it was so it was like every early developing female was like hi, and I'd be, yeah, you know, but yeah. you're in high school, it's like, oh man, I don't know, it might be weird, you know, if we. Yeah. I was so worried about that shit. I, <laughs> I remember like dating this one girl, but then in high, I wouldn't like hold her hand at school or anything. Oh, and she was like, <laughs> and it was she was like she was actually pretty attractive and everything, but oh, I was, I was oh. like. Man, you just you're like a little weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, she was like like I don't know if this describes it, but like she was a huge Prince fan. Okay. So what did that doesn't sound it sounds like nerdiness, but not like Yeah, but but it's like it's like a she was like a she was like a nerd, like a like a sexual nerd, you know what I mean? Like like you could those are the best nerds <laughs> yeah man. yeah yeah like she you know she was like 17 she you know and did not care like she'd be uh you know like wearing back then of course you know now you know everybody's wearing like stickers on their nipples and stuff. <laughs> like back then you know if you're wearing like some kind of like a spaghetti strap with like like spaghetti straps like a big thing but like yeah. she she was wearing like a, like a white leather jacket that would like something that like a 20 something year old woman would wear clubbing. Oh, but like okay. at high oh, school. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. You, and it's like, and you're like, man, this is, and I went to a rural school too. So yeah. she, the people were like, what the fuck is that? You yeah. know, like, yeah. It's like bringing a Bengal tiger to school or something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't know. I, you know, I always was like, I don't know if I want everybody, you know, everybody know that I'm messing around with this like rogue chick you know Wait, I, so, I, uh, so if she was a sexual nerd what are you at? did you get teenage blowjobs um you know what's funny well not from her no oh yeah yeah no i uh no she was that's why i'm glad uh, that's why i'm glad we live in the times we do because you know teenagers now are doing that Oh yeah, they were That's doing much it much safer than. Well, they were doing it. I think they were doing it when I was in high school. Unless this chick was lying to me about being a teenager, Ooh. a fellow teenager. <laughs> it's like Drew Barrymore. Uh, <laughs> well, there were times where I was like, "So you just live here alone, no parents, huh? That's weird. Oh. You guys are paying your own rent." <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I remember one time showing up at her house, and we were never like a couple, but I just was like, uh, and she looked like a grown woman. You know, she had like coffee on her breath. <laughs> that might have just been a grown woman. Yeah, yeah. I might have been sleeping with an English teacher from another school. I don't fucking have a clue, man. I go to a party like everybody's an adult. I'm like, this, this is weird. There always seems to be a couple of those um, girls in high school that were like, uh, not like what you're saying, like they might have um, seemed older, but they seem to go towards the older uh men 
Oh yeah. And, and, you know, like we had like three or four um girls who would like go to the local college and that's where they were party and then that's how they ended up pregnant at 16. Dude. But it was like th- those days gotta be over. Yeah. Right? I, I think so. I because I because I think um young uh women know now like oh these guys are just like Losers. Advan- yeah, they're taking advantage of this situation. You're young. You're stupid. You don't know anything about. I remember meeting girls that were like 16 and 17. They were dating like 26 year old yes. guys. And you're like, what kind of dude is this? Yes. You know, and then I remember I remember one time she was like, can you pick me up? I want to spend the night at this dude's house and I don't know who could pick me up. It was like a friend. It was like a friend of mine, you know. So she. I was like, she wouldn't even she didn't want to get a ride from him because if he gave her a ride back to the house, the dad be like, what the fuck? Yeah. This guy's. This guy's got a bald patch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? He's like, I gotta get to my shifting <laughs> the aluminum plant. I'm like, what the fuck? You're dating my junior daughter? You know? Yeah, that's. Oh man, I yeah. Th- yeah. I-, I think it's. I think it's um, not as common anymore. But I still think it happens, especially in rural areas where. Uh, uh, you always have because you in every yeah. area I feel like every high school will have at least one or two of these uh, females who just uh, you know they they think they're more advanced than they actually yeah, are yeah yeah and they think that they can deal in the adult space but uh, there's just a big change between 16 and like a 24 year old where a 24 year old is like you know, he might be out the house or on income. So they will just look more enticing to somebody who's like, man, they won't let me have my own cell phone. You know, like that, that it just looks, you know, enticing. Well, so, you know, maybe because they they're those guys are, are calming down and they're like treating them the way they want to be treated. Whereas yep. a teenage boy is like, I need help knowing what to do. You yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. why I think that's why I think all these like. Teachers that wind up sleeping with teenage boys, they're probably just like, yeah. they're like, I want to be worshipped kind of a, yeah. you know, thing. Like, because, yeah, I mean, 35 years old, like what 30, 35 year old woman is going to come home and be absolutely worshipped by her husband after 10 years of marriage, yeah. you know, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so there's, there's no, you know, so then you get this like 16 year old guy and he's like, I am so thankful for what I am about to receive. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and just the fact that. You know, a 35-year-old guy, even if you're, like, the most sexually active female, you might get one or two rounds with that guy before he just passes <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, and probably not two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's definitely, he, he's sexually like LeBron James. He's going to take a day off <laughs> on back-to-backs. He's he ice, is not. He's icing his crotch. Yeah. <laughs> I had a good round. I still got it. Yeah, that's. And dude, a 16-year-old is, man could probably go like as many times as you can give yeah, them. Yeah, an out-of-shape out 16-year-old can go until his dick's just coughing dust. <laughs> and if it's a 35-year-old guy that's doing that, he's fucking, he's like. Eating right, yep. you know he's he's got some way he's got a masseuse. It's yep. yep. like it's either yeah. that or he's like uh, 
serial killers, serial rapists. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are the most se- man. Just man, those guys are like the Ted, like Ted Bundy, Gacy. Those guys were so like they needed it all the time. Right, right. Like if you they would just walk around with you, a woman's vagina on them, they would just. You think that if pornography existed as available as it is today, that we would have had all those serial killers in the eight. Remember? I mean, it just felt like in the eighties, there were so many serial killers. You know what? I, I, I read a book and their hypothesis was, uh, that that might've lowered it a little bit because they, if they had an outlet, yeah. For all that, you know, all that, you know, and, and then also like a lot of them were all fucked up as kids, though. Yeah. But I just feel like there's not as many serial. I don't know if it's like, are we catching them sooner? Because there's cameras everywhere. Dude, I man, all right. Here we go. <laughs> there's a couple reasons. You, well, you did just open for Dan Cummins. So I feel like he would, <laughs> he's like the expert on all things serial killer. Um, So from the, the books that I've read, uh. Well, listen to Audible. Um, they said, well, the guy um, hypothesized that there were several reasons why we had so many serial killers. One, these guys were being raised by people from uh, the two world wars. And they and those people didn't get the right <laughs> mental health training. Yeah, so yeah. they were just terrible parents. Yeah. And it just raised these monsters. Um, Another reason was lead um, gasoline, um, just slowly driving the populace crazy. Because this wasn't just an American thing. It was like there are serial killers, Russian serial killers. So, yeah, you could. uh, And and once and and you can kind of if you graft it together, um, the elimination of lead gasoline and crime altogether went down Uh, like in the. 60s and 70s when crime was like remember you know you look at old documentaries of New York City and people are like you don't come here like that all that um once we stopped yeah that city had to be full of lead paint yeah I, yeah and that um change then we got technology um DNA and um and fingerprinting makes it easier to catch these guys the first time or the first two times. Um, and uh, also, now this is just my hypothesis, is that people are becoming less into killing multiple pe- people over a long period of time and killing a whole bunch of people in one instance. Yeah, yeah, the mass shootings are up. Yeah. The serial killing is down. Yeah, uh, and it's easy—it's easier to be a mass um, shooter than it is to be a serial killer because serial killers usually pick one victim yeah. at a time, and it's a lot of homework. They usually aren't just just randomly just picking off somebody. Um, they usually like studying them for a little bit. But with a mass shooter, you know, if if you have the money to get enough bullets and um, the weapons, which is not that much money. Real, yeah. I mean, realistically, it's, it is not uh, being a serial killer has got to be way more expensive than being a man. I shooter. think so, man. Yeah. Tarps and, <laughs> and shovels, just the amount of gas to drive out yeah. to a national yeah. forest to dump your bodies and stuff. It's, and, and for, uh, if you're a mass shooter, all you got to do is, um, go to your local pawn shop or gun store, buy, um, 
a semi-automatic rifle, you know, buy magazines for it. You know, if you got if you got like 80 rounds of ammunition, that's potentially 80 people that you just that you can kill theoretically in one instance. But a serial killer, you know, we don't we only have maybe one guy that's killed what two guys that's killed that many people, one from um, Colombia and we have one here in the United States. How many people? Um, the one, the one here, um, he he admitted to ninety three. They've That's confirmed so many, sixty. Um, That's so something. many. And the one in uh, Colombia, you you're about to you're about to be shocked. Um, they say around uh, three hundred and thirty. Wow, man! So you know what's funny? I always thought when when all the like serial killers like because it felt like when I was a teenager, you were like. There's like oh, like oh, all these true crime novels are coming out. Like man, these yeah. these these serial killers in the 70s and 80s, and then they were it was like still in the 90s it was happening, yeah. and it was kind of like I always kind of felt like man, this just has always existed. Our detective work has just gotten better. Our detective work has gotten better. So that's that yes. was I was like yes. man, think about the 1800s. Yes. There are probably so many guys just going from town to town, yeah. just doing murder. Yeah, and they <clears throat> um we have serial killers from like um. The 1700s, 1600s, but they always put a supernatural spin on it. So um, a lot of these guys were called werewolves. Oh, because once they got because once they started getting tortured, yeah, yeah, because they would be like, well, who who's gonna do this? Who's gonna murder somebody? Like rip their throat out and like shove a bunch of leaves in their butthole and stuff. You know, like all yeah, this weird yeah. serial killer things. That is interesting. And, so, and there's a van, so vampires, monsters. Yeah, so they uh, just assume it was a, a, it had to be a monster. And then if they caught a guy. So would that make Obama killing his chef the Loch Ness monster? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you think Obama was under there in like some scuba gear and he's like, you ain't telling me how, you ain't telling nobody how you suck my dick in it. Is that you, a thing? Well, I don't know. I'm just oh. making that up. But I think that would be pretty. <laughs> man, you had me, man. Because I was like, oh, yeah. His chef died? Wow. Oh, no, no, no. You know, no, no. Obama's chef died while he was paddleboarding in a pond uh, at their one of their homes. Oh. And uh, so the th- this is a real theory that is oh. by a bunch of crackpots that it, it was Obama's gay lover. Oh, <laughs> and I don't think so. I think it was. I think they were doing bisexual shit with Michelle. Oh, <laughs> so you just added another piece to yeah, it? Yeah, dude. What if? What if it was Michelle? Just yeah. you know, like, he's looking down. He's like, "Wow, those arms look like they're in shape." And just, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks it was Obama that killed him or had him killed. I'm like, nah, dude. It was Michelle. Yeah, out of the two of them. Michelle looks like she's the most capable killer. Oh, yeah. She's down there. She didn't even... She maybe had some, like, scuba gear, but I bet it was, like, she's just in, like, a bikini, and then she's just, like, judo him. Yeah, she just had, like, one of those little reeds. (laughs) Swam up. You won't tell our secrets. You know, and then then he floats up. My ass is the last one you licked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. And then she gets on her podcast. Hi, everybody. Today we're going to talk about self-confidence through accurate actualization uh dude i think man i don't get like 
I don't know, like ex presidents, mm-hmm. you know, they're like they become. It's funny because they kind of become these like folk symbols after their yeah. presidents. Now, certainly, that's not happening to Trump, but yeah. like, like with you know, with the. Uh, with like old George Bush, they're like, look at him parachute yeah. at ninety. Oh, yeah. isn't that fun? And then the you know the the oh the young Bush, they're like, he's painting. Yeah. He can't figure out the rain tarp, and, <laughs> and he's like bullshitting with Michelle Obama at some function, you know. Fucking <laughs> Obama's like, you ever seen the thing of him kiteboarding? Like his gray hair's gone. Yeah. He's like, man, fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> How dope would it be to be the Secret Service for Obama after he's after he's done, because he's still yeah. young enough to go have fun and shit. Yeah, and they still they get watched till they're till they die. Yeah, yeah, till they die. So he, they're like, he's like, oh yeah, we're going, you know, kite surfing, and and then uh, Michelle's got to work out with the trainer, and then we're gonna go hang out with uh, do my podcast with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> the Secret Service guy's like, this is a fucking. Sick. Meanwhile, the guy Garden Trump is like, I went to court again. <laughs> Boring. I, like they're actually worried about getting shot. <laughs> you know what? This is a perfect time to bring up my list for the week. Oh, top five. Yep. Because or, I, yeah. I mean, this worked out perfectly oh, shit, because my notes? list was top five worst presidents of Ooh, all time. Oh, interesting. Now, here's my criteria for this though, because we well, gotta be presidents. Well, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> No senators. <laughs> um, but I wasn't looking at just like who, you know, just seemed like they weren't a, a good person or a cool person or anything. Like um, Calvin um, Coolidge was like a mega racist, but I didn't. he's not on the list. You know, I mean, just because you're a super racist doesn't mean you're a bad president. This is like things that affected the country to this day type of worst presidents. All right. All right. You ready for the list? All right. You can start at five. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We're no. top f- five, five, the five to the worst president. Yep. Um, number five, Millard Fillmore. Oh, he was guy. our 13th president. I don't care how many, I don't, I don't care how many, uh, theaters you name after this guy. <laughs> Maybe that's why they've named so many because they just want you to think of all the cool shows you've seen, and not the fact that he just allowed, uh, like he saw no problem with just letting slavery just creep up more and more into the country when people were like when England and uh, other countries who were really into slave trade was like, ooh, we should probably stop this. Well, but- according according to curriculum in Florida, a lot of slaves had it pretty good and were very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just singing zippity doo dah all the time. Yeah. I heard a couple of them had a little uh, blueboard on their shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Miller Fillmore, he's number five. You know, just a just ineffective in uh God in the country morally. How far above? How far before Lincoln was he? Um, he was just um, was he like, Lincoln was sixteen, so he's three. Yeah, Fillmore basically laid the foundation 13, for it. the Civil War, basically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because at that point we were um, we were expanding westward, and he was one of the people who were like, you know what, those states can do whatever they want. 
instead of going, well, if you're going to go, uh, new states can't right. do it. Um, number four, um, Herbert Hoover. He was the 31st president. Oh. He basically, um, but he didn't start. See, people like to say he started the Great Depression. He didn't start the Great Depression because um, countries, I mean, not countries, but companies in America were already doing the stuff that was going to lead us there. Yeah, yeah. But he did nothing yeah, to yeah. help. He's I like, mean, let, let the market handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. He was one of those people that was like, yeah, the market will figure it out. And it's like. No, man, the market is making, having people starve to death. <laughs> this is why we're in this situation. Yeah. 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 And, and he, he did absolutely nothing. And that's why um, Roosevelt was able to come in and just by doing something, it seems like he did more than he actually did. Right. Because right, we were right. going to naturally, because I mean, a, a depression is basically just, a really bad recession and we you know because of how markets go yeah. we we would have gotten out of it sooner or later but when you what when unemployment across the country is at 25% and you just go yeah yeah Dude, he'd point, be my number one cuz that no action on that was is i mean it was 10 years yeah they put a 10 year spiral and back then there was no safety yep. nets right so yeah, you start so starving people, yeah old fucking... people just starve to death yeah, in in like houses that they didn't even own anymore we need to start starving some of these old people <laughs> not when they got a costco membership yeah. <laughs> number three richard nixon and the reason being oh. not because he you know he was sneaky or anything but because of the war on drugs Oh, the war on drugs is one of the most consequential things. He started it. Or I thought Reagan started it. No, he he started it. Reagan so just bitch. increased uh, him and Rant, Rancid, Nancy Reagan kind of um, made it like made a catchphrase for it. But Nixon was the one that was like, well, we're going to have a, a war on drugs, which wasn't really a war on drugs to him. He was just trying to get rid of hippies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so he so he was like, Well, hippies like drugs. Drugs make people hippies. I'ma just cut that out and we won't have hippies and we won't have protests. But that's such a small minded way. But, but what he started doing was he started giving money, he started giving extra money to states to um ramp up their police departments and stuff, which wouldn't be bad, which wouldn't be a bad thing. If you weren't locking up people for just being people, because people are going to do drugs. Yeah. People will always do drugs because drugs make you feel good. Yeah. Drugs make you feel good, make you forget about your problems. So people are going to do them. And you don't just arrest millions upon millions of people who are doing drugs. Uh, Dude, I, 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 they gave me fentanyl for my colonoscopy. I can tell you. It's what? Uh, they said come back in seven years. I'm like, I'm gonna be back tomorrow. <laughs> Good. God. I didn't know they used fentanyl for colonoscopies. Man, it was the best fucking nap I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and that's why you start to see you're like, because you wait, you're like, oh, this feels great, man. And then, but it only lasted 45 minutes. Like heroin oh. seems like it lasts a while. Yeah. But these fentanyl guys, they're getting the pill for very cheap and they're like, smoke, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and it's just like, so you're just getting this crazy high for just like a little bit and yeah. it probably gets shorter and shorter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Man, and, and so 
and and we feel the repercussions to it now. Like stuff like um um I'm trying to make sure I say it right. Philocybin, MDMA, which have I mean there's little research on it because of if a drug is made illegal, you also can't do yeah, research can't, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So um we don't know like we don't know everything. We don't we don't have like a lot of data on um, mushrooms and MDMA, but um, MDMA started out as a therapeutic drug, but it just, you know, like everything that's basically a recipe, it gets out and people started using it recreationally and they just stopped researching it. But it has proven effective in PTSD, um, mushrooms, people um, microdose with it. They also use it for... um, PTSD and it seems to be very effective with um with talk therapy. And so he he basically turned a group of people who, you know, people people get down in life, man. And sometimes you just, you know, like I eat I eat sugar all the time. That that that's no different than someone who is shooting up heroin. I uh, mean, dude. I mean, I'll fight could, the war on sugar. <laughs> I will fight that war. <laughs> I will get out in the streets. I'll shoot. I'll shoot up the the fields where they're getting the cane. <laughs> I'll light it on fire. I told you about the yo play I had before this. Yeah, yeah. that's sick, dude. Six ounces had as much as soda. It's very sneaky. That is. That's insane, man. Yeah. That, that doesn't need to be. It was a second ingredient before pineapple. <laughs> it was pineapple yogurt. I was, yeah, so I'll be. Yeah, no, so that's why Nixon is number three. Cause, no, dude. But just, I mean, he, he basically started the prison industrial complex. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. why we got for profit prisons, which should never be a thing. I don't know what, how the war on drugs ever seemed like a good idea. You oh, know, it's just well, because when you when you look, some people think that you can solve. Um, we were really good at wars problem. up to there. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we were just like, dude, we're fucking crushing at yeah. these wars. Yeah. So we can why fight. just let's declare war on nouns. Yeah. We can. <laughs> We can fight cocaine. We bought the, <laughs> we beat up the, the, the Nazis, <laughs> and they were on drugs. So I mean, you take the Nazi out, we can kill the drugs. But as long as you got humans, yeah, you're never going to get rid of drugs. You need to let them. You need to let people get high. Yeah, let them get high, and then have resources there for when they realize they've gone too far. Because this, and this is what Reagan did. Because he's number two. Um, because what Reagan did was with um, the D.A.R.E. program and stuff, they shoved it in everybody's mind, especially my mind. Oh, yeah, man. There was you, huge. You were in North Carolina. I'm in South Carolina. South Carolina. Which is I'm no in, difference. It, I, <laughs> you were in one of the Carolinas. <laughs> and I was in one of the Washingtons. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so crazy. We're like 3,000 miles apart and we both were like in the D.A.R.E. program. Yeah. And they uh, scared me to death. They made me think that if you touched a crack rock... 
you would be sucking dick behind a dumpster. Oh, dude, not me. Made me so curious. When we passed around drugs in sixth grade, I was like, I wonder if I can take a little bit of this. (laughs) And you know that was real drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane. They brought real drugs to school. What's funny is the cop that we had, he was like a veteran cop. He was a great, I mean, he was a super nice guy. He was like, he was attached to our school district. Yeah. (laughs) He was so used to this shit. And he's like, hi, my name is so officer, whatever. And I'm going to be your dare officer. And we're going to talk about drugs. But first, I want you guys to get to know me. Ask me any questions. Everybody puts their hand up. He's like, oh, you. Did you ever kill someone? <laughs> and then literally everybody's like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so ridiculous? That was the same question that we yes, asked. 3,000 miles away. That's what everybody yeah. asked the cop. Just the pigmentation of the person was different. <laughs> that's the only difference, man. Everybody. Dude, that's so. My it is so great. People come back from work. You kill anybody? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why don't you ask me about my, the food first? My daughter asked me that a couple of years ago. And I was like. What what a psychotic question! And no, I didn't. And 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 I was like, does that make me less in your mind now? And she was like, well, it makes me a little less in mine. <laughs> that's a clip. That, that's a that's a good one. All right, so Reagan number two. All right, I mean Reaganomics. Yeah, the that's no dumbest good. economic um, plan that you can have, which is basically just trickle-down economics, which is the thought that if you got rid of regulations yeah. and just let you know billionaires just do their thing, that the, they will have so much money that they would just go, here you go, employee. Here's extra money so you can do stuff. And we have seen now, right now in 2023, that that was the dumbest decision that we did when we thought that we could... that. Um, billionaires had a heart. Well, it, uh, it's well, also like you can't, you just can't expect any individual to, uh, to, to, to push it along. Like, so yeah. they, they create, it's funny cause it almost like it vilifies what they, what is net, what people call socialism, but really they're just programs that, yeah. to help people out. Yeah. But it have socialized the corporate system where people will, the, the corporations get bailed out by yeah. the because they because they're so necessary. Dude, that's such a yeah. great point. They yeah. basically took they basically took the programs to help the individual yeah. and used it to help corporations. Like let's talk about like Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt would have like a Google or a Microsoft yeah. or uh, Amazon. He would have broken those companies up years ago well there's basically none of that shit going on yeah. anymore after after Re- reagan created this ultra corporate environment so yeah. you know one thing about the uh the tax so the reaganomics thing the tax code went from like if you were making like anything you made over like a million dollars was taxed so heavily yes that b- small businesses would keep that money rather than pay themselves everything they would keep that money in the corporation and they would f- they would finagle the system to where they're like, oh, this car is a corporate vehicle. This is a corporate 
uh, ski getaway. This is a yeah. whatever. But it was all under the guy. So they would ha- they actually would have to bring in clients and their yeah. upper management. They would actually it actually would trickle down. Yeah, because they had to keep it all in their companies. And so they, they it was much more likely to reinvest the cash because it would get taxed at a lesser corporate rate. Yeah. You know, and uh, and now there's a million ways around that. Now it's actually cheap. You're actually better off if you are in a, in a company that pays a fuck ton of money or is making a bunch of money, you're better off paying yourself a smaller salary and then paying the corporate tax. And then you, you're getting paid what is basically like a dividend. So you're better off paying yourself a dividend from the stock of the company rather than paying yourself a wage. Because once you hit a certain wage, you get taxed. Right. But a stock dividend is the same taxation rate, whether you're making a hundred thousand or a billion. Yeah. So it's like, so if you're, and then, and then once you got to like billionaires, dude, they're not even, they get, they get taxed zero because they're basically borrowing on the stock of their, of of their stock ownership. Yeah. And so they're living off the cash of that. And then it never gets taxed at all. It's fucking, it's wild. It created this corporate structure where like, it's just, you're greed, 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 greed. That's why, that's why people like Tim Cook last year, he made like, $350 $350 million? The CEO of uh, Apple? Yeah. Off of, off, and it wasn't, and it wasn't off of, um, it wasn't like his salary. It was, yeah. After, yeah, it, yeah. it was, it was all this other stuff. You, you read about it, you know, and I'm, I don't have the mind for it. So I'm just like, huh? But he made a quarter of a billion dollars in a year. And it's yeah, because, it's crazy. because of Reagan. Um, and, and, all right, so that's but the economic I will side. say, I think you're right. I agree with you. But if I could be Tim Cook, I would. Oh, and I'd be yeah. like, I'd be like, oh no, what I'm doing is wrong. Yeah, but I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no 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 <laughs> you know no. What I mean? no no. Like, there's nothing. There's no. See, if, if the system allows you to do it, we're all gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, I just I drove here. Doing fifty something because <laughs> I'm I can do it. You yeah, know? yeah. If, if there was a cop that saw me doing fifty something and just would pull me over and shoot me, I would have been doing forty five. Yeah. I would have yeah. been doing forty three actually because I wouldn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's the thing. So the regulations are lower, so it's like you can get away with little, little, little. You know, like yeah. how much? Are, so you, then you figure, well, people are getting away with X amount more. Case yeah. in point, my dock, my swim dock <laughs> that I've been working on. And it's about ready to get launched. I don't know if I need a permit. So I'm going to launch it at dusk to, <laughs> to avoid. And I'm going to be very nice to everyone around me. So and, they don't tell anybody. Yeah. And I'm going to, I think the $80 on an electric motor. <laughs> and then I call it a barge is a very good tactic. I mean, that, that how is that any different than um, a company like Apple? Who used to have all of their? I um, uh, see. I'm going to mess it up. But th- their corporate structure was in Ireland because they oh, paid. Oh yeah, such- I remember that. Yeah, that was so wild. Yeah, yeah. You you see an obstacle and you're like, well, I can if I could do this, then why not? Then they did that. And there, there are much smaller companies that will they'll the but that are big enough to have legal teams that can look into accounting teams look into this shit yeah and they'll be like hey uh, we're manufacturing in in Germany and we have our management in uh, the United States uh, but 
Uh, if but Myanmar is, is isn't taxed, so we we'll keep so we'll take the profit from the German factory, keep it in a bank in Myanmar, and we won't have to pay uh pro we won't have to pay taxes on that until until we need the money. So we'll just house the money there untaxed. Yeah, and it's like well then yeah. you're you're saving twenty percent or thirty percent, uh whatever the corporate tax structure is. Uh, it's, on on like. Like oh, I on, think yeah, like Apple was yeah. like I think Apple had like a hundred and something billion. Yeah, yeah, that's so twenty percent. Twenty percent of that. that <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think I've lived that many minutes. Yeah, but company. Yeah, and that's the thing. Once companies get to a certain size, they'll you'll. It's like the unless America really like was like threw the hammer down, mm-hmm. they would not. They'll there's no way they're ever going to get that corporate tax money yeah, because there's no incentive. To- well, they're outsourcing, you know, certain aspects. What they what should, yeah, it's like they outsource what they think is going to be, uh, you know, jobs and sort of you know. So they're like, okay, well, these companies are providing this entire area with jobs. So we yeah. have this pu- all these crazy tax benefits, man. It is, uh, and, and thing is, at this point, I mean, there's no, no politician will ever. Yeah. They won't because they lobbying can't. is just yeah. so great. That, They'll get destroyed. Yeah. But. And, and so that's just one, that's one aspect of uh-huh. Reagan, the AIDS epidemic. That's, that's on Reagan. Reagan did nothing. He did, he did less than they actively went out of their way to not help communities that were um, being affected by it because the, those communities were called the less dead, like gay, like um, gay people. They're they're less dead, so if they die, who, who, who cares? <laughs> that is wild, dude. I mean, there's a famous. There's no, a he famous, didn't even talk about it for four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a famous interview from his press secretary. Um, a, a, um, a reporter goes, "Hey, um, have you heard about the recent reports of um, young gay men dying from this thing called AIDS?" And the press secretary goes. Why are you worried about it? Are you gay? And then everybody starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> that and, is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Someone in government <laughs> said that. And that's because no one, no one gave a shit yeah, yeah, of yeah. that gay people died. Even though but, I mean, we traced it, we, like we traced it back. It wasn't like a it wasn't like it wasn't like a gay disease. It probably was it probably started out heterosexually. Yeah. And it just and and it just kind of hopped over. And because gay men were having tons of sex. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. One of the perks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you're meeting somebody who wants to fuck just like you. That's why it became. Um, associated with gay people, but when it, but at the beginning, when it was starting over in um, Western Africa, it was definitely being passed um, from um, like migrant workers to sex workers, and then the sex work, and then those people went back to Jamaica and was given blood, and oh, so yeah. that it, it just trickulated through blood and and stuff like that, and, and, and so. And what's so crazy is how Reagan has like a folk hero status. Oh yeah, man, people, he is beloved. Yeah, yeah, wh- because he was, you know, he was, you know, he he was funny and he was. Well, if you're one charming. of the people that made a lot of money in the '80s, you got to be like yeah. this guy fucking saved me. Even if yeah. even if you're not at that 
ultra tier one percent. If you're just if you're just making good money, yeah. But like you got to be like this guy saved me tens of thousands of dollars in the yeah. '80s or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but you know you got to realize like you got to feel like that's had to have pushed you know with all these people making that much money and it's untaxed. That's got to push inflation. Yep. Spending went nuts. I mean, and it pushes. I I, I can I can see greed. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah 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 for sure for sure. Yeah I uh, I mean I could definitely see. Reagan, you know, Reagan is a very divisive figure because, I mean, there are people that love that dude. Yeah, people love him. And I and I think it's because I honestly think it's because you you look at you look at the outcome, but not the process of the outcome. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if you're like if you're somebody. And not even like a normal business, not not like just someone who owns a business. But if you're a corporation that made that makes, you know, like the GEs of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You love Reagan. You know, people yeah, involved yeah. in that love Reagan. And those are the people that, you know, get on like Fox Business Week and stuff like that and go, yeah, with with Reagan, you know, stocks did this and this and people were able to do that and that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of wealth generation yeah. in Reagan. And so what ha- so then then that gets sold to people who will never have money yes. to be like, man, one day I can get there. One yep. day I can get there. And then so it becomes yep. a, because there I mean, there was a fuck ton of wealth created not just from the people who were making the shit but also people with their stock portfolios. Yeah. That all skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah man. That I was mean, the beginning you know, of the end. Fun. I think that was the beginning of the end for the middle class yeah, actually for sure. being able to um, move up. Well, and also like just the way we spend money is yeah. like we we're, like we like America's fucking done with bridges. Yeah, man, we are. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. show me the the what's the last like Hoover Dam or or uh you know Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, man, we you know just, whatever yeah. like Dude, it's we, we just don't. It's a mess, dude. You go yeah. like all these like people are worried about homeless encampments under bridges. I'm like, give it time. These bridges are crumbling. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I even left that out. He is responsible for the homeless crisis that we have because when he was governor of California, he made this this decision to just shut down every. Um, mental institution. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny though? That was like a liberal thing. Yeah, that was he, like that, that was like like it, it was like liberals were like, we can't do this to people. Yeah, and you then know, but, what ended up happening is those people are just out on the street. And, yeah, and, and and those are the people that you see that are doing the insane stuff that you see. Like you see somebody, you just see a homeless guy just making out with a dog on the street. He is not necessarily like the guy who yeah. lost his house or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. He is. He should be in a mental institution, yeah, yeah. but there's no um, place for him to go. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to turn it around. A yeah, couple he years. has never turned that around. Oh man, yeah. you know, I used to be addicted to drugs, and uh, you know, I was walking around in in rags. Uh, my best friend was a pigeon. And <laughs> when was Charlie. Whenever I saw a family with children, I, w- I would scream. The CIA filled my brain full of spiders in their face. <laughs> look at me now. I'm a person that makes samples at Costco. <laughs> you know, yeah, those, those I mean it's yeah. it's it is it is he he basically started he started that snowball effect. Well, you know what's funny though? I feel like back in those days if your wife was getting a little lippy, dude, 
you could be like, hey, my wife's mentally ill and you should show up with those coats and throw in a van. That's exactly what they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could you could back in well, back this in the state's day, ranking at number one for me. This, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Amanda would fight you. Uh fight the guys in the white coat. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, see you guys, this is what I'm talking about. You, yeah, just, <laughs> you could just call you could just call them, they would come, yeah. grab your wife. And she could be in there as long as you wanted her to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, all right. We've spent a lot of time on this. because Who's number going, one? Who's going, number one? Number one, with a bullet, I feel, is Andrew Johnson. He was the 17th president after Abraham Lincoln. And he is responsible. I'm going to say this, and it might be ridiculous, but he's responsible for MAGA. He's responsible for... Um, the racism that you have today. All right, so was he the vice president? Like, was he the yep. guy that became president because Lincoln got shot? Yep. So. Because all right, so after the Civil War, we were going to clamp down on the South because we were giving black men the right to vote, and so they were sending in um National Guardsmen to like protect um voting areas so black men could go and vote. And so then uh, something happened, little incident. Lincoln lost some of his brains due to, you know, a guy who was basically a very popular actor, basically. Right, right, yeah. Uh, he probably would have been in one of those mental institutions if they had been around. <laughs> yeah, a guy might have been so crazy. They're like, no, it's just a play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So after Lincoln died, there wasn't someone there to Andrew Johnson comes in and he goes, well, I mean, are we really going to do all this? You know, let's let's just forget about it. Let's bring back the the truth. Let's let's get rid of the National Guard. And what happened as soon as um, the federal government stopped doing those things, the KKK went in. Jim Crow laws started coming in, like because he took out the National Guard. Yeah, so so there was no you there was no repercussions for a, like a Mississippi or Alabama to just go. If you're black, um, you gotta have twenty dollars in your pocket and an ID and two bales of cotton in order to vote. You know, just really dumb laws. Was was he responsible for the three fifths compromise? No, that was that was um before him. Oh, but, all right, okay, but um. I think culturally we would be we would have been a lot different had Lincoln lived. I don't think you would have you wouldn't have had um, MAGA. I don't think we would have had such a a, a, a swell for like. Um, well, the Ku Klux Klan. Alone. The, oh, I mean, man. The Ku, not come- the Ku Klux Klan was almost they were they were gone because they were a joke. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was just oh, you, you're going to you're going to dress up in old linens. And ride around on horses, yeah. but then when um, he when he pulled back the National Guard, the KKK wasn't like a just a, a hip little racist society. They just basically just became a terrorist group. Well, once they saw the threat, you know, all the people who were probably on the edge, like, oh, that's bullshit, that's bullshit. And then when slavery gets abolished, they were like, they were right along. They're yeah. taken away. That's what happened, dude. During yeah. the Obama administration. Like skinhead organizations, like fucking skyrocketed. Yep. Ku Klux Klan had a resurgence, yep. and uh, gun sales went way up. So and I think, like, and I honestly think, 
because gen- like we 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 act as though um, humanity has these large changes. We, we're technically the same as we were a hundred years ago, in the fact that what your parents taught you were taught to them by their parents and was taught to their parents by their parents and so on. So, you know, think about it. You, you wanted your way of life to continue, which was morally um, wrong. And then a, a group of people tell you, you can't do it. And so now you got this, this, you got this whole new group of people who are now going after the same resources that you once had free reign over. Yeah, yeah. And the instrument that was making sure it stayed at least a little bit fair is now gone. Yeah. You're yeah. going right back to what you did. And when it was going crazy, when, when people were getting lynched and all these laws were coming about, Andrew Johnson did nothing. That's he so- just sat there. And because to him, he was just like, you know, like when those people, you know, like when COVID was hitting like the fifth month and people were just like, I just want it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. He was just like, oh, man, the Civil War was just so much. People, so many people died. Let's just make let's just be done with it. <laughs> and it's like, no, man, because a whole group of people. Who didn't have? This is why you don't anything. want a vice president to become president. Yeah, man. <laughs> because the job. Yeah, they, they usually just are on the ticket because they, you know, they got something that'll help the president look better. Man, you know what's funny about this list is like it's just it shows a huge difference of the way you like uh, you versus me would look at the history of the United States. Who would you name your the worst president? Oh fuck, I don't. Well, well, okay. Number one for me would be Hoover. Okay. Because okay. I'm like, look what he did to all these white people's money. <laughs> <laughs> no, whereas, whereas like three years were like Nixon, like like the war on drugs fucked up the black community for years. And and I'm like, yeah, but he also took all these white people out of Vietnam. <laughs> Reagan's, like, mean, Reagan's like, trickle economics, no more social programs. I'm like, yeah, but he made my dad pretty rich. <laughs> but to be fair, though, the only reason why he was lower is because I feel like, <laughs> and Cole might be, you know, he might be able to teach me something more about my this, son, Cole. Yeah, he dude, he's so huh. not America. He's like, <laughs> he's world history. People are like, he's like, I want to be a history major. And they're like, do you know Teddy Roosevelt one time started the Rough Riders? He's like, I don't really. He's like, America's kind of a. It's pretty boring. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we got 200 years. He's like, man, you know, uh, you know what happened? He's like, you know, Mesopotamia is one of the most strategic locations in the world based on the world's avoid. Like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. But Hoover, you know, I, the only reason why he's fought, fourth on on this list, which is pretty definitive, um, <laughs> is just because I, I feel like the Great Depression would have happened no matter who was in office, right? But he didn't help it. At he didn't. I feel like anybody else that was in that position at that time would have tried to do something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he just. Well, there had been other. You know, depressions and, yeah. and where where there was some kind of a something handed out to people. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. And the hard thing was like you had everything was small. You didn't have massive international conglomerates, so it's like yeah. if you had starving old people 
in, in, in Luxembourg or well, uh, in Paluxy, Mississippi. <laughs> you know, and like people are, you know, churches and people are donating. Well, it's like, okay, well, how do we get a big shipment of this shit? I mean, at that back then, you yeah. had to have the government do it, or yeah. else it's just you just you're just not gonna make it. And well, and and I think. And what I a carefree time, though. Like, if everyone's so poor and you could be like, yeah. I could just walk around and sleep under this tree. Yeah. Like, there's a part of me that's and like, no one And no one was, like, bothered by it. Like, now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah people... Would, oh, dude, my community watch. There was a guy pushing a grocery cart up up the neighborhood street. And people are like, is there a way we can get help this man, but make sure he fucking never comes back here again? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it was like this thing where they're like, is there a way that we can, I don't know, beat him over the head? Make him wake up in a new city? Like, it was, it was God, such a, damn it, I mean, man. it was, once somebody like opened the barrier of hate, yeah. once somebody was like, Man, we gotta let this motherfucker know. We, and then people are like, yep. "Good for you! You fucking run him out of town." I think that's why. <laughs> I think that's why Trump was as popular as he was because someone let the dogs out. And yeah, yeah. Once you get that little, once you get over the hill of the, yeah. you know, and then it was, uh, yeah. But I will say, like, if I saw that dude pushing this car, I said somebody took a picture and posted it on our little neighborhood thing. Did he look shabby or something? Yeah, oh yeah. No, this dude How was How the hell did he get out here though? Uh man, if you ain't got shit to do, you can just walk oh, all day. That's true. Yeah. But also where did he start? Yeah. You know, maybe he started, you know, maybe maybe, you know, it's funny. The neighborhood, this neighborhood, it's like a decent neighborhood, but like like there's all there were all when we first moved here, there were all these little pockets of like, oh yeah, my parents lived in this house. Uh they died. And I'm a meth head, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? So there's a lot of that. So you would slowly see a house deteriorate and it was like, this fucking house is paid off. Yeah. Like you don't have what, like all you, like there was a house for sale. It's like a 4,500 square foot home. Mm. Nice lot. And uh, I went up for sale. It was way, way, way below the market. And I was like, Mm. I was like, man, what's this? Like how, why is it priced like this? So man, I went to go look at it. Dude, there was like. It was like a, a woman, her daughter, and her son. The so there are three adults over there: the daughter and the and the son-in-law, and then uh, a bunch of pit bulls. Big, I shouldn't say, I just big dogs, big, big dogs. They might have been anyway. They were pissing and shitting all inside. That you can see it everywhere. They were taking cigarette butts and just filling up gallon jugs on the porch. And so there's like oh. ten gallons filled with cigarette butts. There's some peeling paint. I, I mean, it's like and there and the real estate agent was like, yeah, you can't have an HFHA loan because there's peeling paint. And I'm like. I'm like, they won't spend 50 bucks to go get a thing of paint and just slap it on real quick to open it up to to like FHA or VA loans. And like they say, they can't afford it. I'm like, there's three fucking adults here. How can you like what building? They can scrounge together 50 bucks. (coughs) Oh, dude, it it was wild. There was a uh, and they're like, yeah, the parents died and these people just couldn't keep the house up. And I remember going to the masters, one of these old 80s masters where like it's all carpet and it goes onto carpet and then there's like this gorgeous like set in giant bathtub and there's a tile like a tile step up to it but it's like carpet 
that you you step out and go onto carpet. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's like that. Ha- I don't know why people were doing that in the eighties. It's that all over in the eighties homes. The gross is hell. But I was looking around I'm like this is a nice master bathroom. Like you rip this up, put some you know whatever you know. It's a different flooring in here. I'm like this could be. Are sick, they getting foreclosed on or something? They probably were heading towards that if they couldn't afford the the. I mean, oh, I mean the pr- yeah, property like, tax or oh, whatever. That's so because so yeah man. yeah so I mean these people were so ass backwards that there was a cake box with a and then they just had a frame with the mother and the father on top of the cake box and i was like oh, that's weird i look closer and it says uh caution human remains like they they just got oh the fucking sack of ashes oh from the crematorium goodness. and just took it home and because they give it to you in a cake box if you don't have even wow. you're like you couldn't get a coffee can you got you got all these yeah. all these ashtrays out. Yeah, you got containers for your ashtrays, but not your parents' ashes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it was wild. Like, because if you just show up and you're like, "I'm here to get the ashes," they're like, "Well, we can put them in the urn." You're like, "I don't earn any money." So I- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we might that, skip a topic, dude. Yeah, we might be running out yeah, of we're batteries. Gonna, Holy yeah, we're gonna, shit, yeah, balls. we have to skip the topic. So, well, um, I think you know, pre- presidential. I think, uh, I think that. I think we covered a lot of uh, bad presidents, and I also think I also like the fact that you um that you would have different ones because I because you know my my I'd have kinda, to do some figuring. Yeah. Oh man, I I I read about it for like two three <laughs> days before I came up with an infinity. <laughs> man, I was gonna put like the people who died in like like um Zachary Taylor. Oh yeah. The record for um just talking out in the rain the longest. And he died yeah. within a month. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're a piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I, you know, I was I was like, oh, let's do people who affected the country in very um, major ways. Oh, dude, I might pick my top five. Yeah, 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 dude. I'll tell you right now, Teddy Roosevelt's making that list. Yeah, that yeah. guy was an interesting dude. So he, he was a, he was a good dude, and he started. Um, the park system, and I'm forever grateful. Yeah, for yeah. There's a lot, a lot of good yeah. things going for because you know, they would. You, you, you heard about the Grand Canyon? They wanted to pave that over. That's they, too much pavement. No, they no, they were going to like take, down below. No, they were going to turn it. They were going to just yeah, they were going to just turn it, just pave it into like business centers or something. Oh wow! Like they had a development back in the twenties or thirties. Well, I mean before um, Roosevelt came. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah. That's really early. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, back then, you know, they were just using dead Irish people for foundations. <laughs> Fuck, man, it is crazy, dude. They didn't give a shit. They just. Yeah, it's insane to me how <laughs> they treated um, Irish people and Italian people, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they were just like. Yeah, y'all could be white too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's like how, he was the—he's the same person he was two years ago. But then, but then, oh, as man. soon as you find yeah. out, like, oh, the Irish people did some cool stuff, and oh, Italians are really cool in their suits and 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 shooting people. Then they get put in the stop. Oh man, these Italians make some nice shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's this has been uh, this has been our longest one. All right, this Good is night. the Bro Dads. Po- oh, we got to do pluggables. Oh yeah, this I'm is the Bro Lord. Dads podcast. If you want to um, talk to us, Bro Dads Cast at gmail I didn't check it this week, so there could have been there oh, could have been something. Yeah, I didn't flooded check it. nude pictures. <laughs> um, hit us up on Instagram. 
Um, I will be in Walla Walla Saturday. It's a last minute fill in, so uh, don't expect anything good out of me. I'm going to talk about my butthole for 45 minutes. So that's me. You got anything next week? No, dude. I got, I'm right. launching a dock. I'm launching a swim dock illegally. <laughs> so uh, anyway, <laughs> I uh, I am going to be all over in uh, September, October. So uh, come at me. Uh, go to Phil Cop Comedy. I'm going to be all over Washington, yeah. Oregon, and a little bit in Idaho. Just come on. I'm a regional comic, so yeah. come on out. Come by, shirt. Until next time, don't be a bitch. <laughs>